Welcome to the Rise Priestess podcast, a place for women just like you who are in the process of claiming their callings, rising into priestesshood, and building a legacy. This is where values-driven women come to learn how to unleash their gifts and share them unapologetically with the world to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Coxon. I'm an author, yoga teacher, activist, and business mentor. I bridge together feminine-inspired leadership and divine masculine action that quantum leaps you into an expansive experience of life and business. I believe that business is a vehicle for not only living a more purposeful and free life, but for also contributing to social and ecological healing. I live in a coastal town in Portugal and have been channeling my inner priestesshood into various heart-centered businesses since 2016. Back then, I left my life as an archaeologist to play my part in the reawakening of the feminine. Although I now run a successful mission-driven business, it's been quite the journey. I've had to move past imposter syndrome, own my gifts, make friends with money, step into feminine leadership, dismantle toxic conditioning, and learn ethical marketing practices. I'm here to help you on your journey to living life and doing business on your terms. From guest interviews to solo heart riffs to laser coaching sessions, this podcast is here to inspire you to reclaim the feminine, live your dharma, and get paid for being you. So sit back, take a deep breath, sister, and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Women Who Prosper podcast. And in this episode, I'm talking to Louise Jackson about authentic success, like what success really is, and also the importance of taking inspired action, taking that leap. Now, I'm so excited to introduce you to Louise because Louise and I met in the Philippines about three years ago when she came to one of my yoga classes and we got talking and she actually was one of the people that inspired me to move to Portugal. Later on, she then became a client and now she is a successful transformation coach. She's trotting the globe and helping people create their own unique versions of success. Now, before we kick off, I want to share something very exciting with you guys. Doors to the Limitless Academy are open in a week and I have been getting so many messages from you guys saying that you're super excited and you can't wait to join and it makes my heart really so happy. Do you know how incredible it is to be surrounded by women who really want to make a difference and move past all the blocks that have been stopping them from doing that? Do you know how amazing it is to hold space for women who are quite literally ready to put their money where their mouth is and invest in their growth? And if you're wondering, what the hell is Limitless? It's actually my 12-month signature program for women who want to move past their blocks, reclaim their feminine magic and become the woman that they know that they're here to be. Basically, they know they're here for more and they're ready to take that on. So this is hands down the best feminine empowerment program on the market. And that is because the whole experience is designed with your transformation in mind. Now you guys know that I love to be really real and honest with you. And here's the truth. 
most spiritual teachers in the digital space they sell digital products such as courses, um, ebooks, those kind of things. And the reason is that they're actually very cheap to make and they're easy to scale, which means a lot of people can buy them at the same time. But the completion rate of an online course is actually around about 4%, which is ridiculously low. And these courses are often thousands of dollars and they're not built to transform they are simply created to make money. Now I decided as an entrepreneur that I wanted to do things differently. My mission, as you guys know, is to guide women to greater liberation and expansion, what I call limitless living. And I know from experience that information alone isn't enough to provide transformation. What's needed is expert guidance, tools, in-person high-touch support. And that's why in Limitless, you get so much support. So you get monthly group call, you get a monthly energy ritual such as a new moon or a full moon circle, and these are so potent, they're amazing. And you also get live expert masterclasses in addition to an incredible suite of online trainings that will help you pretty much move past anything that you're facing in your life. And you can go through these intuitively at your own pace. So this is the best feminine empowerment program on the market and you honestly won't find anything else like it, especially not at the price point. Here's the truth though, it's, you know what, it's not particularly scalable. This means that I can only take on a certain number of women at a time and I'm sure that some business-minded people would think that was ridiculous, like how can you grow your business? But you know what, I'm here to revolutionize the industry. And what's really important for me, and I know that you guys know this, like your transformation comes first to me and fuck everything else. And here's another thing that people always kind of secretly think. They think, well, if she's so invested in my spiritual growth, why doesn't she offer the Limitless Academy for free or for like 50 pounds or 100 pounds or something like that? Okay, let me tell you why. <laughs> it's because money Unfortunately, let's say unfortunately, but this, this is the world that we live in. Money is the energy of commitment. And I have noticed that whenever I give something for free, half the women who sign up either won't turn up or they don't take it seriously. And this is nobody's fault. It's just human nature. But when a woman decides to take the leap and invest in herself and her growth, this is when magic happens. Now there's a phrase, the transformation is in the transaction. And I should know, I've paid, if I'm being honest, which I am, of course, I've paid literally tens of thousands of pounds to work with mentors. I know that I'm worth it. And you know, my growth over the past five years has been unprecedented. And I can contribute that so much to just taking my growth seriously, investing in myself. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been incredible. So, you know, I also walk my talk. So make sure if you're feeling like, oh, this sounds really amazing. I know I really deserve this. This sounds like something I want. Uh, this is something, this is the solution that I didn't even know that I've been looking for. Then make sure that you keep your eyes open for announcements on Instagram or on my email list about how you can apply to join Limitless the Academy. And it'll be open next Friday. Now here's the thing, spots are limited. 
and I only bring in women who are a good fit. So not everyone that applies is actually guaranteed a spot in this amazing and transformative program. Now I keep saying that this program is amazing, but you don't have to just take my word for it. I want to actually give you a magical experience. So I am holding a free live masterclass and I'm gonna be sharing with you the six mindset blocks that hold women back from reclaiming their feminine magic and playing bigger and a really powerful and amazing and tangible three-step process to break through any current blocks that you are experiencing. So you do not want to miss this. So sign up by clicking the link in the show notes and this is going to be my best free masterclass yet. So make sure that you don't miss out. Go and sign up for it now. Click that link now in the show notes and you are going to be so incredibly happy that you did. Right then, my loves, I'm now going to introduce you to Louise. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode. I am so excited to be introducing Louise Jackson. So Louise Jackson is a transformation coach and she helps people get really clear on what they want out of life so that they can cultivate a truly unstoppable sense of self and thrive in their lives. And Louise and I met at the beginning of 2017, I think, on a little island called Chagao in the Philippines. You've probably heard me talk about this before. I used to live there. And Louise just happened to come to one of my yoga classes. We've stayed in touch ever since. We did a bit of work together 18 months ago. Um, Louise was one of my clients. And now she is making waves in the world. So Louise, welcome to the show. Hi, Sarah. It's so nice to be here. <laughs> we were having a real <laughs> chin wag before, like setting the world to rights. And that's one of the things that I absolutely love about Louise is because you know, in the online space, you can kind of see a lot of bullshit, um, a lot of kind of shiny veneers. Oh, isn't my life wonderful? My life was like this and now it's like this. And, you know, um, life is perfect. And Louise kind of calls, calls it out and calls it as it is. And I think that's really empowering because Louise's message is life sometimes, life can be amazing, but still there are issues, there are problems that you have to face and navigate. And it's better not to, you know, pretend that life can be amazing all the time. And I just find that so refreshing. So thank you for that. Mm. Yeah, and it's one of those things that I, I've, I've never quite, I've struggled with this a little bit because sometimes my life does look from the outside like one of those really easily marketable kind of glossy images. You know, I have one of my closest friends that's a photographer. I live in some really beautiful places. Like I have this nomadic life and I'm often, you know, near the classic sunset beach and all these beautiful kind of shots that, that looks really glamorous. So on the one hand, of course, I want to use these pretty pictures and this, uh, these experiences that I have that I really value and think are amazing. Like we all do. Right. But on the other hand, I also am fully aware that we all cry ourselves to sleep sometimes. We all chastise ourselves when we think we've done something wrong or we all worry secretly when we walk into a room what other people are going to be thinking about us. So it's always this difficult balance because on the one hand, I really, really believe that life is beautiful. But on the other hand, it doesn't always feel like that. And I don't ever want to 
make people feel isolated by pretending in any way that some of us have got it all sorted whilst you know whilst the rest just don't have a clue because that's not life right oh I love that and I'm sure that the women listening in will be like oh hallelujah thank you for that because I think that in this secrecy and this kind of feeling like we can't show all parts of ourselves we can only show the nice you know sunset sunsets on beaches and you know how everything's going really well but we don't share when we're crying ourselves to sleep at night in this secrecy breeds shame and it makes us feel like we're the only ones and so I feel like social media and the media and and you know even kind of self-help books and stuff to some degree can um make us feel like there's something wrong with us like Mm. why am I the one that's struggling and everyone else has their shit together but I I list I heard a very interesting thing today that that also really um brought another side to this perspective for me and that it really made me think hey sometimes you just can't get it right actually um because I was also hearing that listening to a podcast today that was talking about actually how sometimes we also uh, on the flip side feel the need to to do ourselves down or do our lives mm. down or say yeah it's okay or not big ourselves up you know we we don't say like yeah things are fucking amazing right now actually for me I've just done this and it was brilliant you know we also feel like we don't want to look like we're gloating or like we're going oh I've got this fabulous life but at the same time like this is why coaching is so interesting because you kind of want to show both, right? You want to show that yeah. like, we can have these, we, we do, it can be brilliant. Life can be great. And if, if you're also going through a, a massive growth spurt and all these wonderful things are happening, conversely, sometimes you don't feel like you can even share that with people for fear of looking like you think you're, you're awesome, that, you know, some egomaniac. That's so true. Like who does she think she is, you know? Yeah. And, um, so tell us, tell us a little bit more about you, though, and how, how you've come to be where you are right now, because you have such a fascinating story. Yeah, I mean, again, this is one of those, like, it, it was a total eat, pray, love cliche, really. Um, <laughs> and can I just say, isn't it super funny, like, the twists of fate? Because as you mentioned, we met on like this random small island in Chagao. And then at the time you, you said, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of maybe moving to Portugal. And I was like, how weird. I live in Portugal right now. <laughs> and then how, you know, and then I came to, um, when I was going through Changes and Want Guidance, I was coached by you. It's just weird, these little twists of fate that, that you know, we, we meet the right people uh, along the way. Love it. Anyway, so yeah, I, back in 2013, which like, gosh, it's like almost a lifetime away that when I think that I've been doing this for, for seven years, almost, that's like staggering to me. Um, and also really good proof that we worry about like the what ifs and like, what if things change or what if things get taken away and, and stuff. And now I realize seven years into living this like magical life that I've created, that's longer than some marriages last. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> There's no excuse, you know, to, to you know, I'd never, if I, if, gosh, I wouldn't trade anything for that time that I've had already. So I guess I get a little bit of solace now in thinking if it all went away, at least I've had these seven years. Um, so I, back in 2013, I had like what probably appeared from the outside as quite a successful life. And I know this is something that you can definitely relate to, um, you know, doing everything you were, it was expected of you, following the mm. right career path. Um, I was a broadcast journalist at the BBC reading the news. Um, 
yeah, I had a kind of settled home life, settled boyfriend, but all the time that there was just this feeling that I could never shake that, that there was just something that I was missing. Um, and I don't know how you can really explain it other than that. Like there's just something that you've not quite put your finger on. It didn't seem real. And I was kind of looking for the secret door somewhere. Does that make sense? Like looking for the, like, hey, hang on, what am I not getting in this? It can't all really be like this because mm -hmm. it just didn't, it just felt, if, for want of a better word, it felt boring, which sounds incredibly spoiled. And a part of me cringes with using that word because it sounds really like stereotypical, spoiled, educated, you know, white, almost middle-class woman complaining about how unfulfilling life is. Um, and I do, I do cringe a little at those cliches, but it felt like something wasn't quite right. And then, um, and I was always looking for what it was. And then life kind of dealt me a, a, a hand that, uh, and gave me no choice but to play because my, my, partner who I was living with at the time in an again <laughs> in cringe-worthy cliche fashion ran off with the weather girl um oh my gosh <laughs> to put to put context to it you know he was a presenter I was on news and she was the weather girl um so obviously it wasn't as as um trashy magazine as it sounds you know they actually have built a wonderful life together but at the time it really shook me to, to the, mm. to my core. And it was just the perfect catalyst after plenty of wallowing, you know, I add after a few months of wallowing. It was like, hang on, this is a really great opportunity because some of those fucks that we give too much of a damn about. So I kind of gave less of a fuck about all the other stuff that had been stopping me from going out into the world and discovering what I wanted in the first place. So I decided that I'd spent all my time like overthinking or doing what was expected of me and it hadn't really panned out for me. So now I was going to just do what I wanted to do, follow my desires out into the world and see where they went. So it started with a one-way ticket to New Zealand and then I just carried on from there. I don't even know how it, un how it unfolded. Um, it sounds when you write it down on paper like magical. When you're living it, it, it didn't all feel like that. But the most incredible experiences, you know, I trained to become a yoga teacher in India. I, yeah, I drove my little car alone thousands of miles around Europe. I spent a night alone at a Norwegian lighthouse. I slept in tents at beaches all over the world. It was just, it was just, I lived basically for the first time without worrying so much about how it was all going to work out. I just mm. decided to live instead. Oh my gosh, I love that. And I obviously I resonate so much with that story. I've been four over four years now without a job. <laughs> I, I like to say unemployed, but that's not true. And um, yeah, like for years and years and years, I stopped myself from jumping and really just doing what I wanted to do, which was travel and, mm -hmm. and facilitate women's work and all of this stuff because I was absolutely shit scared. And I was like, I have to have a plan because that's what we're taught. Mm -hmm. You need to have a, a plan. But actually what you're saying is the past seven years, like you've been taken care of and it's been amazing and there've been ups mm -hmm. and downs and it's the same for me. And so really my message for anyone is like, if you want to just, if you want to do something, just do it, <laughs> just yes. go and do it. Like jump. Please, please do it. That's it. I always, always, so I, so I always say that 
the jumping is hard but the free fall is easy that's when gravity takes over so i'm not underestimating how difficult it is to get to that point where you just take that jump take that leap of faith that's the hard bit but once you do the rest is taken care of you don't actually have to plan anything and I know that can be quite unbelievable for people who've not taken that leap trust me I was like so unbelievably I'm the most normal person in the world you know everything about me was was you know normal normal upbringing normal house there was nothing revolutionary or exciting in my background so something like this would have felt like if i was me 15 years ago listen to somebody like me now i would be like yeah well it's easy for you to say yeah but but what i learned is that actually all those mind built uh, obstacles that we put in the way are the only obstacles that are really there and the rest is just one foot in front of the other and everybody can do that and it, it, you don't even need to know where you're going because something else I don't know what it is but something else whether it's psychological and it's the confidence that makes sure that you know that makes everything all right or if it is this higher power but something makes sure it's all all right for you Oh, I love that and that's one of the things that I I teach the women who work with me is this this idea that true prosperity as a woman is not so much about like, oh, I have X amount on my bank account, therefore I'm safe and I can do whatever I want and I'm free. It's really about being able to call in opportunities and resources that allow you to live your highest life, your highest vision for yourself. And we kind of forget that, that we are supported in mm -hmm. every given moment. And even the, the stuff that feels like shit, even the... We were talking about this before we hit record. Even the stuff where we're like, oh, here's another lesson. Like, I don't want another lesson, but it is a gift. Like mm -hmm. anything that happens is a gift. If it's great, it's a gift. If it's shit and you learn from it, it's a gift. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's really about instilling this inner confidence that no matter what happens, I will handle it. And the reason mm -hmm. I will handle it is because I know who I am. Underneath mm -hmm. all of it, the identity, the choices, the you know, underneath how I even look or how old I am, underneath all of that is uh, like the real essence of who I am. When we connect to that, anything happens. And I, th I think that the, 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 the thing is as well, we, we need to kind of prove that to ourselves through action because we can do all the theory yes. work in the world and we can think to ourselves, ah, but will I be all right? But maybe I'll be all right. And one day we feel like, yeah, I will be all right. And then the other day we think, no, I'm not going to be all right. But the only thing that proves that wrong, the only one thing is action. And that was the piece that was missing for me for so long. But once I started doing it, that's exactly what it was. I got that confidence that I know that no matter what happens in life, I'm going to be fine because I always have been and I've, and I've worked my way through so enough obstacles to prove that to myself. And I also gained the, the biggest gift that I've ever been given. And that was the, that the worst thing that ever happened to me emotionally and how I felt and what I went through of, you know, of losing this partner that I really loved and feeling betrayed and all these things that came up was quite literally the absolute and not even in one of those, oh, it was the best thing that ever happened to me, <laughs> you know, through gritted teeth things, like sincerely, the best thing that ever happened to me, that pain and suffering that I put myself through at the time was what catalysted the changes that I'd always wanted. 
and honestly, my life is, I don't even know, 50 times better than it was. And a lot of that is for the reasons that you, that you, that you touched on there of learning that it doesn't matter what your life looks like from the outside. It makes no difference if it's not fulfilling and like successful to you. And that's one of the really, really big things that, that I focus on with, with the people that I work with is like, screw what everybody else thinks. Does, is this your own unique version of fulfillment and success? And I know you and I, before we, we record, started recording this, we're talking about how like in the coaching world, there's a lot of like niches out there for, for specialist people of, I'll help you do this and I'll help you do that. And it's mm. not something that I've ever been able to identify with because in my opinion, we are all niches of one. Like we're all mm. so unique. What, what your version of success and fulfillment is, is completely different to mine. And what, what it starts to go wrong when we pollute things by trying to, for, for me trying to please your version of success rather than mine. And we do it so much inadvertently without even realizing, I think. Oh, I love that. And what's really coming up for me, like the image that was coming up for me when you were talking about that is that actually most of us think we know what we want, but actually mm-hmm. it's just an image, an ideal that's been condi- that we've been given. It's, it's con- part of conditioning. So I give an example from my own life. When you met me, I was living on Shugout, this beautiful tropical island, really, really beautiful. I was there for a year, but within the first three months, I was loving it. You know, I was like, this is the dream. Like I'm going to Instagram the shit out of this, you know, like (laughs) I want the world to know that I'm living the dream. And then slowly I started to realize, oh, right, I'm living on a tropical beach, white sands, beautiful weather, but I've taken my shit with me. And it turns out that I got really bored because the internet, I don't remember, but the internet was like non-existent. Yeah, so I did. Yeah, it really, really sucked. So I had no, there's no way I could be doing any of this work that I'm doing now. And there was just this sense of, wow, I thought this was my dream, but it wasn't. I just, you know, how many times you see it in the movies, like, we were, Mara and I were watching, I don't know if you've seen Money Heist, guys, if, if you are watching this and you don't know what happens, shut your ears off now. But <laughs> they eventually like end up on tropical islands and I was watching it to Mara and I was like, see, everyone thinks this is a dream, but I've done that. It's boring. It's really dull. <laughs> so I just wanted to touch on that because I think that's really interesting that when it comes to um, success on our terms and our unique version of success, we have to really do the deep inner work to, to excavate it and look for it. And I'd love for you to speak a little bit more about that. Mm, yeah. So I guess, I guess I still see, I think it's part, in my opinion, part of the materialist and consumerist worlds that we've created. <clears throat> well, not even that we've created, that we've inherited really, let's be fair. Mm. Um, but that we certainly live in and are, is, is imposed on us from, from birth. So I think that that's, personally, in my opinion, what tends to set us off on the wrong track. And the, the, and it's not to say that some of those, those things, they, they might be your version of success. Like you just said there, that lying on a beach, you know, it's boring for you. Not for me. You know, I can put away <laughs> a lot of time lying on a beach. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think it, it's just the point that a lot of a lot of stuff out there because we because again and i think it touches on what we've what we've talked about before about like this selling of some false dream of what life can be and that's what marketing and um 
and consumerism is all about, right? It's like, there is the end goal. There is the dream. There is the fairy tale that you're going to reach. And this is the X, Y, Z steps to take you there. And so much of even our own versions of success is based on that bullshit mo model still. Mm -mm. It's like, it's like you, you know, when you get that promotion, when you get that, um, when you've built your six-figure business, you know, when you're rolling in the whatever K months, when you're... <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> when you've got this qualification, then you'll, yeah. then you'll, then you're... Or if you're an expert now and you can feel good about yourself because other people have recognized you and all these like these falsehoods um mm. you know sadly we, we we buy into that and you know like I, I i remember when it's funny because i i was you know a broadcast journalist at the bbc a world recognized organization and and i it was, I always found it funny how like people would respond to that as like, oh, you could hear it in their voice. You know, it's almost like you've got some sort of kind of credit, like, oh, um, and then that can be taken away for, you know, oh, but you don't work on TV. Ah, and then it's like a removal of some of those social credits. Oh, you mm. work in radio. Oh, you know, and, and when I, when I quit my job and I didn't work, you know, I then went on to, to write, but I didn't work for a considerable amount of time. And I can honestly say I have never been happier than when <laughs> I did what, you know, was technically like unemployed, living in a tent. And I had a, um, this was in New Zealand. I had a secondhand blanket from a charity shop that on the ticket, it said, um, ideal for pets has large stain <laughs> that was my bedding and I can honestly say I didn't give a crap that was the happiest I've ever been so when we have these experiences that shake us and, and really and we've all had them you know they don't have to be that dramatic but we all feel them like 10 times a day right you know like when we're playing with our dog or reading a story to our, like to our younger sister or like whatever it is that those little heartfelt moments they're what really makes up happy successful fulfilled lives so we just have to always try and refocus you know because I, I still go off and chase I don't know about you I still find myself occasionally going off and chasing that because of course we want mm -mm. to we think we think that's love we think that's doing well so we yeah. will chase it but it's just about remembering like nah this is my version and for me what I find and what what I find with my clients is that you know, we, it's just constantly bringing in lots of things to help with that refocusing so that we're always remind, reminding ourselves, hang on, is this in alignment with my values? Is this in alignment with my gifts and what I really want to be sharing? Because it's so easy to skip off down the path and start chasing like, you know, that, that, that fool's yes. goal. Yes. And it's, it's about course correction, isn't it? It's just, and that's where this idea that life is linear and everything's linear is kind of does us, us a disservice because we fall off the path all the time. And it's about having those tools to course correct. I thought what was really interesting, what was coming through as I was listening to you is this, like so much of our goals and that, you know, that we, which we've been conditioned to believe that we want, is about achievement and therefore external validation, mm -hmm. isn't it? It's like, yeah. 
if I become this, and I felt the same when I got my PhD, I was like, oh, well, you know, once I become a doctor, then I will be somebody, you know, forgetting that I already was somebody, um, you know, how can you be somebody where you're just able to put two letters in front of your name? I don't know. Um, although it is quite fun when people patronize me, when, especially when older men patronize me and then I'll be like, uh, it's doctor. That's the only good <laughs> thing about, that's the only good thing about it. Um, but yeah. I think that's I think that's the thing though, isn't it? Because on the one hand, and this is the contradiction of life and certainly more so I would say with womanhood is that some things that we kind of like, you know, certain if you, if you people with the mindset of like you and I anyway, certain things that we really disdain, you know, feel disdainful towards, we also use and, and, and we, it's like we play the game with it because you can yes. sometimes feel like you have to. And that's yeah. the contradiction of it. Like, I think, I think it's bullshit, like this idea of being qualified enough. I truly believe that it's, especially because it's, it doesn't make sense. Like sometimes people that we go, oh, they're qualified enough. When you see their path to getting there, they haven't, you know, it's not that they've necessarily been educated in a certain way or done a qualification, inverted commas. When you look at like leaders of like our industry, like, you know, Tony, Tony Robbins or Marianne mm -hmm. Williamson, someone like, it's not that they've gone and studied and got a big stamp. They learn through <laughs> life and they have a voice and they let that unique voice shine. But because they've already got to the top, they are now the experts, so, so they've proved themselves. But we don't seem yes. want to do that for people with just a voice. And yeah. on the one oh, hand, I love it. It, it's nonsense, and I see that it's nonsense. But on the other hand, I feel sometimes a bit uncomfortable. Like, I am not a qualified or a certified coach. Um, I, I, cho I chose not to because I haven't seen anything yet that's truly spoken to me where I felt like, yes, I want to learn more and study and, 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 and feel like that. I'm quite happy to learn like I've always learned through personal experience, through reading, through, you know, through taking courses and things, but I haven't been called to do that. And then recently somebody kind of said to me, oh, are you, are you certified? And I, I felt shame coming up. Yeah, that's so not, interesting. Not being able to have that badge, you know? And yeah. I, think, I think there's something, uh, she, and she said something like, oh, in my country, you'd have to spend tens of thousands of, of, of dollars to, to be certified or you wouldn't be allowed. I think she, obviously she didn't understand that it's actually a, a regulated industry, but um, yeah, or you wouldn't be able to. And I just felt such shame, like that there was, wow. that I didn't have that credibility credibility that all my experience from that voice that I've that unique voice that I've had from childhood is not enough without some stamp of qualification on it when I think that there's as a side note a huge change happening in our education systems largely brought on by things like the internet and being able to learn in different ways now and yes experts are coming through in different ways. So I do think it's changing. I do think that people's voices are being recognized where they once weren't because we have access to them. And we're starting to see, hey, why isn't you know, Janet, who's got three kids, just as much of a parenting expert as somebody who, you know, who's just sat there for three years and been signed off with the official stamp because they learned at this institution. So I think it's changing, but there's still definitely lot of blocks around you know that success and how we, we see it but I, oh, I love that I'm massively tangent because what I was what I was going to say was <laughs> that um 
but in terms of using it sometimes I still when I want to get something published because I still do a lot of personal development writing I still put up there hi you know former BBC journalist published on high authority sites like the Huffington Post and Elite Daily and Thrive Global I still use it you know, yeah. I still use it to say, I am, I'm worthy, I'm valid. I don't want my writing to just speak for itself. Hey, I can prove it with these, with these badges. That's so, so interesting. And um, this is something that has come up a lot with, um, so I have a, a program, a leadership program called Way of the Priestess. Mm -hmm. And I have these beautiful women in at the moment. And this comes up a lot, this idea of qualifications. And, and I think hearing that, you aren't qualified and yet you're still facilitating this fantastic work because really your client results will always speak for themselves and then thinking mm -hmm. about tony robbins and marianne williamson and just like you know no one's being like um can i have a look at your cv please i don't think you should <laughs> be here it's such bullshit and you know i have had um experiences with yoga teachers that have like a thousand hours of teacher training and I'm sorry but the class was shit and <laughs> and you know, well or just not to my taste well maybe I should maybe I should edit this out but um, no 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 raw and real and and then there have been other teachers you know who who have barely got their 200 hours and I was like wow they're really able to impart something through their teaching so I feel like this qualification bullshit Yes, there are certain things that you have to regulate, but also mm -hmm. if, a if a coach or a yoga teacher or a woman's circle facilitator or whatever it is, you know, if they aren't good at what they do, they won't stick around for long, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like some, on some level, we have to trust our intuitive abilities and put ourselves out there, even though we don't feel qualified, because that's how you learn. And for sure, when I got my yoga teacher training, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, really? Can I teach? Okay. Um, and I learned through doing. And exactly the same with this work that I'm doing now. But just like you, Louise, there is a natural inbuilt ability to, to do this work. It's something that comes very, very natural because it's the work that we were born to do. So I'm also going off on a tangent, but I feel like it's, uh, this is something I really want to drill, but is if you're listening to this and you're wanting to do, you know, life coaching or, you know, start women's circles or whatever it is that you were like, oh God, I wish I could do that, but I'm not qualified. Just go and do it and learn mm -hmm. and you'll figure it out. And maybe don't charge anyone to begin with just so you can just go and do it and practice. And, and just, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it goes for all kinds of things, doesn't it? Like, it, you know, it's if you want to be a photographer, if you want to be a writer, don't let somebody tell you what you are or you're not, you know, or what you are not. Um, because it, it, in, on my, in my opinion, I feel like it sends mixed messages. Like on the one hand, we, we say, don't we? Certainly in, in left and liberal s circles, we, we like to say, well, no one is better than somebody else. But it almost seems like just this, oh, well, you've got to say that. But then deep down, we all act like it's not true. If, if we really do fundamentally believe that we are all made of the same stuff you know the same one consciousness or whatever or even if you if you believe in god and you were made in god's image or if or even on a humanist level that we were all born equal but we don't behave like that because then you're giving somebody else far more merit than another without without judging them from from what they're offering rather than 
um, what they look like on paper. Yeah, that's really, uh, that's really true. I like that. I like that a lot. Oh my gosh, I've absolutely loved this conversation. I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours. Um, tell us a little bit more about where we can find you, where we can follow you, where we can stalk you, all of the things. Mm, yeah. So I have a website, uh, which is www.soulfulscrapbook.com. And I have a Facebook group, which I really like to use because um, it's a great place for me to give practical tools, support. Um, yeah, I'm all about like the, the practical actions that we can take for dealing with life and all the shit that life throws at us. And that is called Free and Fulfilled Living. Amazing. Louise, thank you so much for joining us. And um, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. I've really loved it. I can't remember what we talked about now, but I've really <laughs> loved it. We can listen back. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you, my dear. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise Priestess podcast. If this episode spoke to you, you can contribute greatly by sharing it to your Instagram stories. Make sure that you also tag me at Dr. Sarah Coxon so that I can personally reach out and thank you. And if you're not already a member of my Instagram community, you can pop over there now and join us. I keep it very real over there, sharing behind the scenes of my life and business to inspire you to live life and do business your own way. You can also apply to be a guest on the show by emailing sarah at Dr. Sarah Coxon with the subject podcast guest. You can also head over to my website. The link is in the show notes to find out more about how I can help you step into your unique priestesshood to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. See you next time.